Please turn with me to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 for an opening passage of Scripture. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. After comforting the Thessalonians who did endure a great amount of persecution for the gospel's sake, in chapter 1, and after giving one of the fuller descriptions in the New Testament of the coming man of sin in the second chapter, the apostle concludes that second chapter with these words, beginning in verse 16. 2 Thessalonians 2:16. Now our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Amen. Amen. In recent weeks, we've had occasion to study reflexive pronouns, which are also called emphatic pronouns. Do you see one in verse 16? Himself. Now our Lord Jesus Christ and God, even our Father, the text could easily read, and it wouldn't alter the meaning, except it would alter the emphasis. We have a reflexive pronoun, Himself, following the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, because the Holy Spirit wants to impress upon us that it is no other, it is not indirect, it is the Lord Jesus Christ, not by ambassador, not by just preaching, but by Himself, through His Spirit, His Spirit, that He conveys to us and blesses us. And He's blessed us with the things that are then listed, along with God our Father. Their love that they've had for us, and they've given us everlasting consolation, which is comforting, reassurance, and good things that will last forever, and good hope through grace. It's by the grace of God that we have hope, and it's not a bare hope, it's a great hope, it's a good hope, and we have everlasting consolation. We will be consoled for anything that we endure in this life, Forever. We will be consoled forever. It's everlasting consolation. And this is what the Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God, even our Father, have done for us. And because of that, we ought to comfort your hearts. Comfort your hearts. We can do that by making a choice to believe the things that God has written and claim them for ourselves and encourage each other to believe them. And to lay hold of that hope. So comfort your hearts. And establish you in every good word and work. Last Lord's Day we looked at 1 Corinthians chapter 15 that told us, Therefore we ought to be abounding always in the work of the Lord, knowing that our labor is not in vain in the Lord. This text is saying the same thing. Because in verse 16 we have everlasting consolation and good hope through grace. We ought to comfort ourselves and one another and establish ourselves in every good word and work. 
Let every word that comes out of our mouths this day be good in the light of everlasting consolation and good hope through grace. Let every work that we do this day, our singing, our praying, our fellowship together, and the other things that we shall do today, let them also be established in the wonderful things that verse 16 describes. This is our religion. This is why we are here today. Because we have an everlasting consolation. The world doesn't even have a temporary consolation. And we have good hope through grace, which they know not because the grace of God has not been extended to them. And so they do not have good hope. Their hopes perish on a daily basis. And all their hopes perish in the day of death. Let us be thankful. Our Father in heaven, even God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ Himself, we thank Thee and praise Thee through the everlasting Spirit for Your loving kindness shown toward us from eternity. We thank Thee for the everlasting consolation and the good hope through grace that we have in Your salvation. Father in heaven, thank You for saving us. Thank You, O Lord, for revealing Yourself to us and sending us the glad tidings of the gospel, that we might know Thee and the things that are freely given to us of Thee, those things that shall comfort us and console us through eternity. We lay hold of them in this hour by faith and hope. We believe every word of Your Scriptures is true, and on every word we rest our hope. Heavenly Father, we believe that faith is the evidence of things not seen the substance of things not seen in the evidence of our hope. And we pray, O Lord, that you will be with us in this hour. Heavenly Father, forgive us our sins. With such goodness promised to us in the gospel, how can we turn again to the beggarly elements of this world? How can we turn to the mire as a pig washed from its wallowing? How can we return to our vomit? of the foolishness of this world when you have established us with such good and sweet and precious promises of the future for us. O Lord, bless us today that we will establish our hearts and that we will comfort our hearts and one another in every good word and every good work because of what you have done for us. Forgive us for being negligent, slothful, and carnally minded in these things in the past. And, O Lord, open to us the power of Thy Word through the Holy Spirit to be convinced of these good things that You have in store for us and how we ought to live our lives in hope. For it is hope that saves us from a hopeless, foolish, carnal, discouraging, disappointing life. Heavenly Father, we pray for your servants in every place. As the men have just recently prayed this morning, that you would bless them and empower them and protect them, guide them, teach them, open their mouths that they might teach their congregations, that they might all be fed with knowledge and understanding. Heavenly Father, we pray for your churches and saints, and we especially pray for those scattered sheep that have no shepherd and do not even have a flock, with which to assemble, that you will comfort them 
and remind them of their everlasting consolation and good hope through grace by the power of the Spirit of God and the means that they have. Father, preserve our nation. We see nations trembling around the world with the foolishness of their citizens and the rebellion of the wicked. And we pray that you would preserve governments and only overthrow those that meet your perfect will and bless the others to stand. And Heavenly Father, show thyself the governor of the whole world. We trust thee, O Lord God, our Father in heaven, to take care of us and to protect us against all the evil machinations of the enemy, whether spiritual or natural. Heavenly Father, teach us your perfect will that as we hear the rumors and as we read the news that circulates so freely in our world that we will remember the will of our Father which is in heaven and that we will practice it in our hearts, in our speech, and in our own actions. Heavenly Father, forgive us our sins and our sinfulness. We confess to Thee And we're thankful that you fully know that we have yet so much sin remaining in our members. And we look forward to that day when we shall be free from that old man and the sin with us. When we shall be glorified in thy presence to sin no more. And to worship thee truly and fully in the beauty of holiness. Our Father, be with those that are sick. And with your mighty hand and the power of your command, raise them up and give them strength that they might return to us very soon. Bless us, O Lord, by your Holy Spirit, that all that we say and do this day, all of our reflections upon your word, the preaching of it, our praying, our singing, our fellowship together, all that we do, will be pleasing in thy sight and be profitable for our souls. Let our hearts be comforted and our minds instructed. And let us go out of this place to live as we should, your children, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom we ought to shine as lights in the world. Our trust is in thee for time and eternity. And we thank thee that we have hope now, And for then, bless us, O Lord, to lay hold of it with all our strength in this hour. For we ask these things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and for his eternal honor and glory as our Savior. Amen. Amen.